Welcome back into Devori Darkens Live podcast episode number 168. And in today's show, I'm going to be sharing five ways that you can set healthy boundaries in your life and take back your power. Because if you have been like I was in my past, where I was doing things I really didn't want to do, but I did them anyway, and then it left me feeling resentful, it left me feeling angry, it left me feeling frustrated with myself because I'm putting myself in positions I really don't want to be in, this show is definitely for you. And I would find that most people are like this. You do the things you do because you don't want to cause conflict. You do the things that you do because you're used to having people tell you what to do. Uh, you do the things you do because you're not used to standing up for yourself. So this is more in line with people who really need to get that self-confidence up, who really want to take back their power, who really want to stop feeling guilty about putting themselves first. This show is definitely for you. Uh, and where I always start in every single show is why are you here? What's your purpose for watching this today? What is your purpose for getting up in the morning? What is your life all about? That's the real question because, see, if you don't know what your life purpose is, that means you don't know why you wake up in the morning. So chances are you don't know where you're going. Right? Everybody has a purpose. You have a purpose. There's something you truly love to do. Now, if you don't know what that is, go to the link in my bio right now and download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. And you will be able to discover your life purpose and also get a video training showing you how to, to do that. Now, if you're wondering, why should I do that, Devore? Well, I just said it. Why do you wake up in the morning? What is your life all about? Successful people are purpose-driven. They move with a sense of urgency. They know where they're going. They know why they're doing it. That's what purpose will give you. Uh, so go to the link in the bio and download that. Now, I also have people who are looking for mentorship and accountability. You also can go to the link in my bio and schedule a life audit call. Maybe or maybe not. Um, I am the person for you. Who knows? Um, but the point is, we'll have a conversation and figure out if my mentorship can help you. Now, what is this show all about today? If you're just joining us, we're live on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. I'm sharing the five ways to set healthy boundaries. Okay, in your life, so you can take back your own power, so you can stop feeling guilty, so you can stop putting yourself in positions where you start to resent the people around you because you keep saying yes to everything. Um, this is what I'm talking about today. This is what I'm talking about today. Now, if you're wondering why should you listen to Devori if you don't know who I am, well, I was actually just saying this on a coaching call before this. You know, I started out on the negative end of the spectrum when it comes to life. Um, I am very grateful My I was adopted. Um, I would be here today if it wasn't for my adopted mother. Uh, but in the same breath, my childhood was not a normal one. I had two parents who were drug addicts. I was sexually molested. My adopted mother passed away in high school. You know, I had to do things on my own. I had to figure it out. I didn't have anybody there to really teach me anything. Everything I know, I had to learn on my own. Eventually, I did get a mentor, by the way. But I did have to learn things on my own. And so my life started on this side. Just negative, depression, anxiety, guilt, shame, embarrassment. Now it's the polar opposite. I love what I do every single day. I get to wake up, help people, just like yourself, become successful. I live what I talk about. I'm a product of the product. Um, I can't get enough of this. So, you know, my 
hope is that everybody else can say the same thing about themselves, that you get to wake up in the morning and do what you truly love to do, get paid good money to do it, and live the life that you always had in your mind. That's where I'm at in my life. And it just continues to get better. So that's why you might want to at least consider what I'm going to go through today and actually listen. And you may want to write some of this down because um, I'm telling you, uh, this is um, life changing. You know, but as I get into this, I want to say this as a disclaimer, right? Because I'm not doing this podcast for more information. That's not the point of this podcast. The point of this podcast is that I say something that causes you to get off your ass and go do something. Because that's the only way you're ever going to get something out of anything. It's not more knowledge. More knowledge is not power. Okay. It's when you take that knowledge, you put a plan in place and you execute on that knowledge. That's when you start to get the, the benefits from that. Um, and once you start to execute what I'm talking about today, you're going to see a huge difference in your life. Um, so let's get into the five ways to set healthy boundaries um, in your life and how it's going to help you take back your power. Number one is you need to learn how to communicate. Did you know communicating will help you set healthy boundaries? You have to communicate uh, the word no. That's what I'm talking about. In this first boundary, you got to learn how to say no. That's number one. Okay. Number one. Uh, now, we can go so many ways with, okay, you say none of this, you say none of that. You say, what I'm saying is, is that you got to learn how to say no. Number two, you also got to stop feeling guilty for not giving people your attention anymore. That's number two. Right? So number one is you got to learn how to say no. Number two is you got to learn how to stop thinking that you're wrong for not giving people your attention. Because for some reason, you know, people, they, they get all guilty. You know, they feel a certain way because they're not responding to their friends or their family, whatever it might be. Um, so that would be number two. Now, if I just stop here and I said, hey, what if you were to do those first two things? If I told you that you had to start telling people no. And you had to stop responding to people that are not a positive influence in your life. How big of a difference would that make in your life immediately? How big of a, a difference would, would that make? Think about that. Think about what would change in how you feel about yourself. Um, how you carry yourself. Right? Hold on, guys. I don't have any moderators in my chat, so I have to mute some people here. All right, there we go. Right? How many people are, how better would your life feel? Excuse me. Um, if you were to tell people no, and you were to stop giving your attention to people who are negative, just those two alone, just those two alone. Number three is you got to stop making excuses for yourself. That's a healthy boundary. You got to have that boundary with yourself. When you start feeling like you're going to make excuses, you got to cut yourself off. No excuses. Because excuses are not going to help you grow. Excuses will keep you where you are. And then it will cause you to repeat the same cycle over and over 
and over again. So think about it. Number one is you have to say no. Number two, you got to stop reacting and giving your attention to people who are negative. Number three is you got to stop making excuses for yourself. Okay, here's another healthy boundary. Number four, zero expectations. Stop expecting people to be something that they're not. Right. So we cross the line when we look at someone and we expect them to do things the way that we would do them. That's an unhealthy thing that you do to yourself. And if you're watching and you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, and you have people who work for you, it's a classic mistake. When someone's being paid minimum wage and the business owner expects that minimum, minimum wage employee to be like them, you, that's never going to happen. Right? So if, if you're just joining and trying to figure out what is this all about, I'm sharing the five ways that you can set healthy boundaries in your life and take your power back. Now, why would you want to do something like that? Because you want to stop feeling resentful. You want to stop putting yourself in positions where you are compromised. You want to be able to do things that are authentic for you. You want to get your confidence up. You want to do things the way that you want to do them ultimately. Well, number one, boundary number one is you got to say no. Boundary number two is you got to stop giving your attention to people who are negative. Boundary number three is you need to stop making excuses for yourself. Boundary number four is you need to stop having expectations of people. You got to stop expecting them that they're going to be something that they're not. You just can't do that. And boundary number five is you cannot beat yourself up. Because what's happening is you're doing the best you can and you're still being your biggest hater. That's a problem. You do more damage to yourself than what other people can do. That's really how life works. You see, having parents who were drug addicts, and even being sexually molested as a child, that really didn't damage me. You know what really damaged me is that I never forgave them. What damaged me is I allowed that to control the way that I felt. What damaged me is that I, hold, I held on to it and I was angry and I was punishing myself. I did more damage to myself than they actually did. Because all we're talking about is mindset. We're just talking about emotions. That's really what it is. And if you're not in charge of yourself mentally, then you're out of control. You are out of control. So number five is you got to set that boundary that you're not going to beat yourself up. Will you hold yourself accountable? Are you going to take responsibility? Absolutely. Right? Are you going to make sure that you're doing the best that you can? Absolutely. But you're not going to go to the level of, you know, belittling everything that you're doing and keep saying, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. What the hell is wrong with me? Like, if that's all you ever say to yourself, then that's all you'll ever be, right? So you have to set that boundary with yourself. You guys notice I've given you three for external stuff, right, with people and life, and I'm giving you two when it comes to you internally. So let's cover them again, and then I'm going to get into some of the problems that we run into and why this stuff happens in the first place. Number one, boundary number one, okay, let me back up. What are the five ways to set healthy boundaries so you can take back your power, right? Number one is you got to say no. Number two is you got to stop feeling guilty for not giving your attention to people who are negative. Number three, you got to stop the excuses. 
Number four, you got to drop the expectations of people. And number five is you got to stop beating yourself up. Okay. Five right there. Now, before I get into each of them individually and give you stuff to do about it, uh, let me first start here. What's the main problem? Why do we find ourselves in this position to, to begin with? Why do we find ourselves in a, in a position where we keep saying yes to people? We keep doing things we know we shouldn't do. It's because this conversation tonight is not a conversation you had when you went to elementary school. No one talked about this when you were in middle school. No one talked about this when you were in high school. This is not the way you've been taught to think. The problem is just not understanding who you are. The problem is not understanding the difference in feeling guilty when putting yourself first, which is stupid, by the way. It's, 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 anyways, we, we don't understand any of that, right? We don't understand ourselves. And we think that, oh, if I just say yes to everybody, I will be more liked. People will respect me. People will trust me. Well, the opposite is true. I actually will respect somebody more for them telling me no than I will for someone who's always just saying yes. Think about that. You would too. Because I guarantee deep down inside of you, you know what you really want from people? You want people to be honest. You want people to be authentic. Right? You don't want people doing things in your life because they feel guilty. You don't want someone coming around because they feel guilty. You don't want somebody helping you out because they feel guilty. You don't want that. Because you know they will do what? They will end up feeling resentful towards you. And the same thing goes for you. You don't want to be in that position. You don't need guilt to get you to do what you're supposed to be doing. Okay? You need to be putting yourself first because how else are you going to help people? You can't help people if you're not helping yourself. That's what we all have to learn sooner or later. Now, what, what's happened? Why do we find ourselves in a position where people don't put themselves first? Because we live in a society that absolutely discourages the word selfish. Absolutely um, does not promote people trying to be the best version of themselves. They don't promote competition. Competition can be healthy to a certain extent, of course. Um, but that, that's not what it is today. Today, it's like, you know, um, you know, you can try to do whatever you want, you know, and, and you'll be okay. And it's like, wait a minute. Well, if I'm doing what I want, that may not be in alignment with what other people say I should do. And listen. If you're not understanding what I'm saying, the bottom line is this. For a very long time now, we live in a society today where people are told what they want to hear and not what they need to hear. Right? We don't understand the concept of a friendship. Like, when in school did someone teach you about what friendship really is? Never. Right? I mean... That's not taught. So the, the obstacle, what's in your way, is you just don't know. You don't understand these things. And yes, you may have heard them. You may have even read them. But like I always do with myself and my clients is I ask one simple question. What does your results say? What does your behavior say? Does your behavior and results show that you understand how to say no? Does your behavior and results show that you know how to stop giving your attention to negative people? 
Does your results show that you know how to stop making excuses? Right? Does your results show that you don't have expectations of people? You don't go, you don't go down that road. And does your behavior show that you're not sitting there beating yourself up all day? You see, I don't, I don't need to tell you what to do. You just answer that question for yourself. That'll tell you everything you need to know. So let's get into each of these boundaries. And we'll get into how to apply them. So how do you say no? Because that's the first boundary. How exactly do you say no to people? Well, the answer is in the question. You say no. Well, you don't understand, Avori. I mean, that's my brother. That's my sister. That's my mom. That's my friend. Okay, so at what cost? You're going to keep allowing them to do what they've been doing, but at what cost? You're going to keep saying yes, but at what cost? Because everything costs something. Right? And if you keep doing things that puts you emotionally in a place of conflict, what are you, it's costing you your happiness. And are you telling me right now that your brother is more important than your happiness? Your mother, your father, your friend, your colleague, they're more important than your happiness. Because that's what it really comes down to. It's not a war. It's not a fight. It's not an either or. It's prioritizing. Am I going to prioritize my happiness or am I going to put people ahead of me? Right? And I learned this in the military. If you don't take charge of your career, somebody else will. If you don't take charge of your happiness, they will. That's what ends up happening. If you don't say no, then they take charge. They are in control of you. And like I stated in the beginning, if you're not in control of yourself, well, you can't expect to be happy and su successful. It just isn't going to happen. That's just the way that it is. So you got to say no. You, you just have to. Now, what do you say no to exactly? What do I mean when I say that? Well, I'm talking about things that you know and you feel like, oh, I shouldn't do that. Don't do it. Your intuition tells you. Your intuition tells you, I know everybody has that friend that's like, you know what, let's go out tonight and drink and drive. Did you know you shouldn't do it? And some of you guys do it anyway, and you're lucky. I wouldn't say you're lucky, but I'd just say, you know what? That's a, that's a big risk. Some of you guys have that friend that, you know, wants to spend time complaining. And you just go right along with them and complain with them. Some of you guys have parents who want to just complain and judge and criticize everything you're doing. And you keep showing up, letting them do that. Some of you guys have people in your life that don't value you. They don't, they don't respect you. They don't respect your time. They don't understand what you're trying to achieve. But you keep going around them because you can't say no. Why? Because we have that limiting belief. Oh, if I say no, I'm a, I'm a bad person. Okay. How do you know that to be true? Is that really what a bad person is? Right? Anyways, you got to say no. Now, let's go to number two. 
Number two is you got to stop giving energy to people who are negative, people who, who provide no value in your life. This could be, for, again, your parents. It could be your friends. It could be your colleagues, acquaintances. It could be anybody. It could be pe people on social media. You know, we should not feel guilty for wanting to associate ourselves with people who are going somewhere. Like, for example, why, if, if I want to live a healthy life, why would I be hanging around an alcoholic who keeps drinking or someone who does drugs? They're doing meth and coke. Like, why would I hang around those people? But that's what we do. We have this life we want to live, but we keep giving our attention to people who are not in alignment with that lifestyle. Well, you don't understand, Devori. That's my best friend. Okay, let's go back to it. Is your best friend more important than your happiness? Is your best friend more important than your mental health? Think about that. So we, we, we don't need to feel guilty for, you know, refusing to give our energy and attention to people who are negative. I don't got time for that. If you're not going somewhere in life, you're not living your purpose, I really don't have any desire to be around you. I'll just be straight up. I, I want to be challenged. I want to grow. I want to be, be around people who are doing better than me. I want to be around people who are doing something, going somewhere. Because that motivates you to do the same thing. Uh, it's really that simple. And if what you give your attention to, that's what you set yourself up to experience. That's what we're talking about. Now, number three is you got to stop with the excuses. And what this really means is when you start to blame, that means you're in a victim mindset. And that's toxic. That, that's really toxic for you. When you're blaming other people, you have now become a toxic person inside. You're being toxic against yourself. You got to set that boundary that you're not going to accept excuses from yourself. If you don't do what you're supposed to do and things fall apart, just take responsibility, forgive yourself, and move on. But when you don't do that, you end up blaming. You say, oh, well, you know, it's because of this. It's because of that. It's, 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 it's my friends. It's my family. It's, it's, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. It's just excuses. Those excuses don't help you. They don't. So you just got to set that boundary that you're not going to make those excuses for yourself. That's really the bottom line on that. I mean, listen, what happens also is this. We start making excuses, which causes us to do one of the biggest mistakes or commit one of the biggest mistakes we can against ourselves is we start to lie to ourselves. When we make the excuses, we get into lying to ourselves about what's really going on. And if you start to buy into those lies, you're never going to get anywhere. You're going to stay where you're at. So that's number three. Okay. You've got to stop with the excuses. Number four is you got to drop the expectations of people. This means you got to stop believing or expecting that people will think like you, will see things the way that you see them, and will do the things that you would, you would do 
in the way that you would do them. And the reason why this expectation is not a good look is because everybody is different. They have their own unique experience. They see the world in their own way. If you're sitting there thinking that everybody's going to see the world the same way that you see them, you're going to be mistaken. That ain't going to happen. Now, we may share the same values, right? We may care about the same things. That still doesn't mean we're always going to see the same thing in the same way. And you have to understand that because when you expect people to be something or do something that they're not, you will be disappointed. Now, let me give you guys a great example of this one because I feel like we need one. Let's say you have a good friend of yours and they constantly are living paycheck to paycheck. They're in and out of jobs. They've asked you to borrow money multiple times already. They haven't paid you back. Would you really expect them to be able to help you financially? Would you expect them to understand how to use a credit card? Would you expect them to understand how to manage their money? You wouldn't. But we make the mistake and we expect people to do just that. And it gets us in trouble. Gets us in trouble emotionally. The results tell a story. So don't expect someone to be something that they're not because all you have to do is look at their results. They'll tell you everything. Right? That, that's really what it is. And when we approach things from that perspective, then we stop with the resentment. We stop with the disappointment. You see, I don't expect you're going to listen. I don't expect you will listen. I just expect myself to do what I'm supposed to do while I'm doing this podcast right now. And that I say something that will help you. That's all I expect. But I have no expectation of you. See, if I'm, if I'm expecting you to drop a thousand comments right now and, and share this to all of your family members, that's unreasonable. Right? I have so many people who watch and never comment. Then end up becoming clients. Why would I expect them to drop comments all the time? See... I digress. I think you guys are getting the point. Okay. That's number four. And number five is you have to stop with beating yourself up. Okay. You can't be your biggest hater. You just can't. You Listen, if you said the things to your kids or your partner, what you say to yourself, no one will talk to you. Like if you said... To everybody else, what you say to yourself out loud, nobody would talk to you. I mean, that's how bad it is. You're very judgmental towards yourself. You're too hard on yourself. You got to knock that off. Listen, how do you set this boundary with yourself? All you got to do is ask yourself one question. Are you doing the best you can? If the answer to that question is yes, then knock off the hating on yourself and saying what you haven't done and focus on what you have done that is right. Focus on gratitude. We just have it in our mind that we're supposed to be perfect and that our best is supposed to be like Superman and all the stars are going to align and then we're going to get everything we want like that. But that's not the way the world turns. Right? You're going to have some great days. You're going to have some bad days. 
you're going to have days where you do everything you're supposed to do and it still don't work out. You're going to have months that go on in doing the right thing and it just seems like nothing's working. But you got to keep doing it. That's what faith is all about. Right? I mean, that's that's what it is. You see? So you've got to do the right thing and you can't do the right thing if you're beating yourself up. How think about it this way, if you are into sports, how can you defeat the enemy if you're the enemy towards yourself? See, it's one thing to be in a battle with the enemy, but to be in a battle with the enemy and be in a battle with yourself, that's too much. Any average rational person will just submit. So you you gotta stop you know, criticizing every step that you take. You got to make decisions and move forward. Make decisions, move forward. Make decisions, move forward. If they're right, great. If it doesn't work out, great. Because there's always a learning opportunity. You know, if you were just, if you even did just half of what I said, you would absolutely be happier in your life. You'd be more confident. Uh, you wouldn't be as resentful. Uh, you wouldn't have as many conflicts as you do with people, relationship-wise or at work. A lot of that will just go out the window because, again, you are starting to say no, which earns respect from people. You stop giving your attention to negative people, which means what? They stop draining your energy. You stop making excuses so you're better. You show up better. Um, and when you show up better, you perform better. Number four, you stop expecting people to be something they're not, so you're not disappointed or angry at people anymore. You're focused on yourself. You expect yourself to do the right thing. Right? Like, just, just say, if you're doing those things, imagine how big of a difference it makes uh, in, in your life. And number five, you're not beating yourself up. You have grace for yourself. You love yourself enough to say, hey, you know what? I know when I didn't do my best, I'll, I'll be better next time. But I also know that I'm doing my best and that's all that I need to say. I don't need to go down this whole rant about why I'm not this and why I'm not that. Right. So that's the five ways that you set healthy boundaries uh, that will help you take back your power. Let's see what questions we have. How many questions do we have? Let's see here. All right. Can you handle the truth rights? Um, I want to be in control of my emotions. To be in control of your emotions, the only way you're going to be able to do that um, is you're going to have to be in control of your thinking. Now, what's an example of that? Well, Here's, here's a good example. So, you know, before you go to do something, what are you thinking about? That's the question. Before I press record and went live on this podcast tonight, what was I thinking about? I was thinking about what could I say and what am I going to talk about that's going to help people become successful? That's what I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about, oh, how do I look? Um, uh, what, what, what are people going to think of me? You know, what are people going to say? I'm not thinking like that. Because if I think like that, then I'll feel bad. I'll feel nervous. I'll feel anxiety. 
So I think about helping you become successful, which makes me feel what? Great. Excited. Right? So if you're going to control your emotions, you get, it starts with your thinking. Thoughts cause feelings. Your thoughts cause your feelings. What you think about is why you feel the way that you do. It's your way of thinking about something. That's why the classic example with my clients I always use is what, how do you think about money? When the word money comes up and you think about money, you think about your bank account, you think about what you earn, how do you think about it? Are you thinking positively or are you thinking negatively? Because if you're thinking negatively, that's why you feel bad when it comes to money. Uh, so hopefully that answered your question. Let's see here. What other questions are we... Uh, older I get, the less friends I have. Yeah. Question is, were they even really friends? That's a real question, huh? So, well, let's see here. Absolutely not. Exactly. Uh, I get nervous when saying no. How do I handle this? You're going to be nervous because you're doing something you probably are not used to doing. That's the other thing about this process. When you start to set these boundaries, you will get nervous. You will have some doubts. You may even get scared, but you got to push through anyway. You got to move forward on that. Again, this is another problem. Nobody teaches us how to deal with fear when we're children, so we don't know any better. Fear is absolutely an amazing feedback system, meaning if you're scared, that means you're outside your comfort zone. Like if you're doing what you want to do and you get scared, if you're doing what you said you were going to do and you get scared, that means you're growing. That doesn't mean you stop and quit and go back in the opposite direction. You got to keep moving forward. So having the emotions of nervousness is, is um, absolutely normal. I would say in most cases, if you don't feel some type of nervousness or you're not some type of scared a little bit, you're probably not doing anything big, right? So you should embrace that. You, you, should, you should accept it. You should embrace it and then just keep moving forward. It's a great question. Uh, let's see here. How can I make myself do the right things I know are right? Uh, thank you for your videos. Well, give me an example. What's one thing that you want to do right? Like what's, give me, give me a, a scenario. Give me an example. This is a vague question. Give me an example of when you say, how can you make yourself do the right thing? What is one of the right things that you want to start doing? So you want to work out. Okay. So how do we get ourselves to do what we know we should do? It starts with purpose. Why? Why do you want to work out? It's not a, I'm not, it's not a rhetorical question. I'm serious. Why do you feel like you need to work out? You should put your answer in the comment section. Why do you feel you need to work out? I know a lot of people are like it's obvious to worry because we want to be healthy. It's, but that's my point is that's not enough. Wanting to be healthy is not enough. It isn't. Everybody wants to be healthy. But again, nobody, most people don't go to the gym. Right? Most people want to be healthy, but they keep eating bad food. 
Most people want to be healthy, but they keep hanging around negative friends. So that's not really what you want. What do you really want? Like what, why do you want to go to the gym? Okay, better productivity. Okay, why is that? Why do you want to be productive? Why do you want to have better productivity? Answer that question. Like, what's the real reason behind all this? Like, I'll give you guys a great example. Why do I do what I do? I do it because I want to help you become successful in life. But why? Why do I care about it so much? Because if I can be born with drugs in my system, parents who are, crack, or who are drug addicts, sexually molested as a child, bullied in school, given ADD uh, medication, had to seek counselors all the time, right? Adopted mother passed away in school, had to grow up on my own. And if I can go from that to having this amazing life today, well, God damn it, I'm going to help people do the same. That's why I do what I do, right? It, it's, it's always some type of story behind it. You, you're not going to do anything of any consequence because it sounds good. You're going to do it because there's some story that you're telling yourself. There's some story that's emotional. And it's like, this is why I got to do it. Right? It's, it's just not going to be, we, we, we have to be, we have to understand the, the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is emotional. The subconscious mind controls what you do. If you're not emotional, you're not going to do anything. It's the emotions that get, that get you up and get you to start acting. So it's, it's, it's not enough to just say, oh, I just want to be productive. I just want to be healthy. Yeah, everybody wants that. That's like saying, oh, I just want to earn a lot of money. Yeah, everybody wants that. That's not enough motivation. Let's see here. Uh, the answer is I'm a father and a business owner. Need to use my time better, and I believe working out will improve my life. I don't, still don't think that's the answer. Doesn't sound like it. Doesn't sound like it. Why? Just keep asking yourself why. Why do you need to use your time better? Why do you need to use your time better? Just keep asking why. And sooner or later, you're going to get to an answer and go like, oh, shoot, this is really what I want. I'll give you another example. So sometimes when I'm dealing, when I'm coaching a client, they'll say, yeah, you know, I want, um, I want to earn you know, let's say a million dollars this year because I've had this happen. And I say, okay, well, why is that? Oh, well, you know, I just want to have a lot of money. Why is that? Because I want to spend more time with my family and have more freedom with my family. Okay. Why, why is that? Because I really love spending quality time with my family. Okay. So let me get this straight. You believe that earning a million dollars is the only way for you to get quality time with your family. Is that what you're saying? And then they're like, no. So then I say, okay, so it's not that you really want the million dollars. What you want is to spend time with your family. That's your why. Do you see the difference? We got to ask ourselves why quite a few times. Because usually the first answer is surface level. That's not deep. That's not really what's going on. Right? That, that's not really what it is. You know, it, it's, it's something deeper. 
It's something more meaningful. It's, it's some type of purpose. That's why I start every show off with purpose. Why do you get up and do the things that you do? Right? If you don't have a purpose, uh, chances are you don't know why you're doing what you're doing. You're not going to have a goal. Right? So again, let's, let's, let's go through this because, again, this is very important. If you're sitting there thinking, okay, uh, I want to work out and I haven't been working out, it's because you don't have a burning desire. There's no purpose. It sounds like a great idea. You know you should do it. You may have done it in the past, but that's not enough motivation to actually get up and do it. There's got to be some reason, a purpose, a strong one on why. This is why people who end up ending or uh, they end their relationships let's say they get out of a they dump their boyfriend or they dump their girlfriend or whatever it is or they get divorced and all of a sudden they just become this entirely different person they hit the gym they eat healthy foods i mean they're just in, they're just done a complete 180 why because they have such an emotional reason to do that they feel like they lost themselves they feel like they're not the person they really want to be and because of the experience they just went through they're so emotional that they're willing to do whatever it takes to never feel that way again. So they hit the gym like they're crazy. And within the next three months, they're looking, they're entirely a different person. They talk different, they walk different, they look different, they live different, they dress different, entirely different person. It's an emotional reason. Just like when I served in the military. <laughs> Every single day was a careful reminder on why we should be emotional in what we're doing. We're protecting the country. We're serving our country. We're putting our lives on the line, right? That's an emotional statement. Right. People don't serve in the military just because, oh, yeah, you know, it just, you know, I just want to wear the uniform and be in the military. No, there's a bigger reason than that. You got to find your big reason. When you find your big reason, then nothing's going to stop you. So there's your answer. Uh, let's see here. Aaron says, when we identify with our aim in life, we have clarity and it's easier to focus and achieve our goals. Exactly. Exactly. That, that's the thing is um, when you focus on yourself and what you love to do, you don't have to worry about anything else. It's because it's a mindset. It's an energy. That's like when you go to the doctor, you're only going to run into two types of doctors. You're going to run into a doctor where you know that's not their purpose in life, but they're just doing it because their parents told them to become a doctor. Their parents were doctors. Their grandparents were doctors. That's what they do. So they became a doctor. And then you're going to run into a doctor where when you talk to that doctor, you're going to be like, wow, yeah, this is exactly what this person should be doing. This is exactly who they are. This is their purpose. And everywhere we go, we'll find that. We know when we run into people who are doing things that are not based on what they really love to do. You can tell by their attitude, their mindset, their energy. So you don't have to be that person. Uh, let's see, question here. Are you, you're from Kansas too? No, I'm not. Do I sound like I'm from Kansas? <laughs> no. Interesting question, though. Can you repeat the five boundaries again? Absolutely. Okay, what are the five ways to set healthy boundaries and take back your power? Number one is you got to learn how to say no. Number two, you got to stop giving energy to negative people. Number three is you got to stop with the excuses that you're making for yourself. Number four, you got to drop the expectations that you have of people. And number five, you got to stop being your biggest hater. Stop tearing yourself down. 
Even if you did half of that, you're going to be a happy person. Good question. What about my parents? I love them and I want to spend more time with them. But every time I go around them, they start to judge me. How should I handle this? Well, there's two ways really only that you can handle it is number one. Well, actually, let's do this. Step number one is this. You have to understand that you cannot control your parents. They are who they are. You got to stop expecting your parents to be something they're not ready to be. That's what I said. It goes back to boundary number four. You have this expectation that your parents are supposed to treat you in a certain way. They are their own human being. They're, they're, they're going to act the way they've been acting. Why would you expect that they would change? That's number one. Number two, why do you keep giving your attention to them in the first place? Well, Devore, they're, they're my parents. Okay, again, are your parents more important than your happiness? Are they more important than your long-term health? Are they more important than the dream that you have in your mind? You see, that's really what it is, guys. You're going to have to give something up here. If you want to live the life you want to live, you got to pay. And that payment comes with some hard decisions that a lot of people are uncomfortable with making. Now, am I saying that uh, you're going to cut your family off? No. What I am saying is don't go there as often and don't stay as long. And if you really have the courage, just cut them off. And when you're ready to talk to them again, you'll talk to them. But you got to focus on yourself. It's The analogy is better said this way. Let's say you are living with a roommate. You've been living with this roommate for the past three years. And your roommate is an alcoholic. They got multiple DUIs. All they do is drink. They drink at 8 a.m. They drink at 12 p.m. They drink at 5 p.m. They drink at 9 p.m. And you're, you're over there drinking right along with them. And you're starting to get in trouble. And you know you shouldn't do it, but you keep doing it anyway. And you keep saying, well, but that's my best friend. I love them. They're funny. They've been there for me. They've been there since the beginning. So I'll just keep drinking with them. And then what happens? You get a DUI. You go to jail. And then you go back and start hanging out with your friend again. Uh, what are you expecting to change? Right? And then you get to a point where you're like, okay, I, I'm done with drinking. I don't want to be an alcoholic. I want to get my life together. You say that. But then what happens? You keep hanging around that friend again. So then you go back to drinking. You see, you can't, if you say one thing, you do another. There's a contradiction, right? So when I'm talking about, okay, how do you deal with your parents when they keep judging you and criticizing you? One, you just keep your mouth shut. Stop giving them attention. Stop entertaining their criticisms. Stop entertaining their, their judgments. Don't go as often and don't stay as long. Focus on yourself. Yeah, are you going to miss them? Of course you are. But again, what's the cost? You're going to keep going around and experience their judgment. And if you're not in the right mental space yet, you'll keep taking it personal. That's why you got to give yourself enough time to build up this confidence, to, to focus on yourself, build up this mental strength. So when you do go around them, you're emotionally mature. But you're never going to get ahead or make progress Right. Again, we go back to the analogy of having that alcoholic roommate. You're never going to make any progress with your health and stop drinking. If you keep hanging around the alcoholic, you got to disconnect. 
and really make serious time for yourself. Most people feel guilty for that. That's why they don't do it. Oh, yeah, I feel selfish for putting myself first. Well, I'm telling you right now, you know, you're either going to, you know, be in charge of your life or your parents will. That's your choice. That's a choice that you make. It, there's really, there's no right or wrong. You're the one that gets to decide that. So hopefully that answer your question. It was a good one. It was, it was a really good one. Uh, another question is, what was the easiest way for you to say no? Um, I think it got really easy to say no when I just focused on myself. Like, it, it's better said this way. You're going to focus on something anyway. You're either going to focus on what you don't want and negative things and what other people you think that they're thinking about and what they're doing and what they're saying, or you're going to be focused on yourself. But it ain't going to be two at the same time. It's going to be one or the other. It's like you can't have two chiefs in charge. Only one will be in charge. So you've got to decide which chief is going to be in charge of you. You're going to take charge of yourself or the thoughts about what other people may think of you. That's a choice again. And you get to decide that. So when you're really focused on yourself and you have a goal and you're really wrapped up in that, you don't care about what other people think because you're driven by your purpose. You're driven by this goal. But if you don't have any goal, you don't have a purpose, you don't know what you're doing, of course you're going to be distracted. So that's what happens. Excuse me. All right, we're going to wrap up here. Because I have a coaching call I'm about to get to. But we talked about the five ways to set healthy boundaries that will help you take your power back. Number one is you got to say no. Number two is you got to stop giving attention to negative people. Number three, you got to stop making excuses. Uh, number four, you got to drop the expectations. And number five, you got to stop beating yourself up. It's really that simple. And you may say, well, Devor, you make it sound so simple. Well, because it, it is. It is that simple. Um, and you got to start somewhere. So choose one that you're going to work on and just commit to doing it. And when I say commit to doing it, that means tomorrow you're going to act on it because everything I just said, it doesn't mean anything if you don't go do something, right? That's what develops the habit is when we apply it, right? And I'm confident you will go out there and apply it. Um, Question here on Instagram, how can one find their purpose? Yeah, so I have a cheat sheet that you can download by going to the link in my bio, and it teaches you how to discover your purpose. Um, but I'm going to tell you like this, the bottom line up front is your purpose is what you truly love to do. It's that one thing that motivates you, inspires you, that lights you up, that you are absolutely obsessed with, and everybody has it. The difference is this. It comes down to three types of people because I, I most of my coaching is based on purpose. Number one, you are already a person living your purpose, whether you know that or not. You are doing the thing you love to do. You don't have a motivational problem. You wake up and you do what the fuck you want to do. That's one. And I would say that's a small percentage of people. Number two, you already have an idea of what you should be doing. You already know what you love to do, but you're in your head about it. You can't accept it. You don't believe it's possible. You think it's too simple. 
right? And you got everybody's opinion stopping you from following it. Or number three, you're, you're just, you just don't have, you have no idea that you even have a purpose or you're just, you're such in a, a negative space to even consider the fact that you have some meaning to your life is a stretch right now. And uh, I would say that uh, I've been in that position before. And then I started to realize, no, I do have a purpose and I need to start living it. And I needed guidance on that. I needed to get help for that. And I did. So you're either one of those three. If you're, you're definitely not the first one because you, you never would have asked that question. Um, again, if you are focused on yourself and you're successful and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, the chances are that wouldn't be a question. So more than likely, you're number two or three. You already have an idea, but you don't believe in it. You have an idea or you're, you let opinions stop you. Exactly. You summed it up pretty nicely. Um, one more question really quickly here and we're going to wrap up. What is your background or education? Well, I already told you my story, right? Parents are drug addicts, sexually molested. Uh, bullying in school, adopted mother passed away in high school from breast cancer, joined the military when I was 17, served in the military for 13 years. I've always had a business when I was in the military on the side, so doing a lot of entrepreneur stuff. Um, got out of the military and um, started a restaurant, got out of that, and got into this coaching. Um, you want my credentials? <laughs> um, so needless to say, uh, I have quite a few life experience. I, I had to grow up faster than most people I knew. I've, I've been around the world, been around a lot of cultures, uh, seen a lot of countries and, um, been around a lot of personalities and ethnicities and religions. And I, if there's anything I tell you guys, everybody's the same at the end of the day. Everybody has um, mental problems, whether they will admit that out loud or not. Who knows? But everybody's usually having the same emotional problem. There's something that we want to do. We're in our head about it. We don't believe. We're buying into a limiting belief about it. Something. Everybody goes through that. And everybody has a purpose. And that's something that I saw. So, you know. Uh, that, that's something that I learned. Uh, let's see here. God bless you. Thank you very much. He also has a business degree, but who cares about that these days? Exactly. Well, I mean, what does that even mean? Right. Uh, anyone can get a degree in business. Exactly. Yep. I had a restaurant with my brother. That's correct. All right, guys, that is the show tonight. And we'll leave you with this. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care. <laughs>